It is Party Time Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It is Monday. That's right. It looks like uh, the weekend just crawled all over my face and died. Uh, I'm a little tired. It's been busy. It's been crazy. Uh, Multiple campaign events over the weekend. Had a live show that was fantastic in Lubbock, Texas. Big shout out to the folks at Lone Star Shooting Sports. I was there on Thursday night. We had a couple of hundred folks. It was standing room only to come hear me talk about uh, Texas politics. People were out the door, man. Uh, People are fired up about Texas, and no matter where I go, no matter where I go, I I tell them, I say, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, ultimately, if you vote for me or you vote for one of my opponents or whatever, that's, that's, I want to earn your vote. I don't expect anything. I don't want you to give me anything. I want to earn it. But at the end of the day, I pray that after you hear me talk, at a live event that you have more passion and fire in your soul about the state of Texas. If, if that, if I, like I win, if, if, if you take something away, loving Texas a little bit more after hearing me talk, then to me, that is a blessing and that's a win. So I think we were able to do that in Lubbock and uh, Lone Star Shooting Sports. That's an incredible indoor range over there. Great store, great range, entertainment space, fantastic place. Uh, thanks for hosting us in there. And of course, my buddy Chad Myers over at JM, the number four tactical, JM4 tactical, all my holsters. Uh, most of my holsters, at least, come from uh, JM4 tactical. Chad Myers out of Abilene, Texas. Check them out. They were a sponsor of that as well. Good buddies. Uh, but we had a blast. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm going to be in uh, Grapevine, Texas at Stacy's Furniture. Stacy's Furniture, Chris. Uh, they got an upstairs like um, room where you a meeting space up there. We're going to be doing a campaign event up there. I've got, uh, I might be doing some furniture shopping there as well. I don't know. Come on, man. It's going to be in Grapevine tomorrow night. Yes, close, baby. Uh, In fact, well, let me see. I was going to pull it up on my website here. Grapevine Republican Club monthly meeting. That sounds boring, doesn't it? It does. Uh, It does. Um, Going to start at 6.15. That's why they called you. They're like, hey. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds boring. my, My stuff's never boring, baby. Uh, the third floor, Stacy's Furniture Community Room. That's there on Main Street in Grapevine. Interesting. I need to call my boy Tim Young and see if he'll come over there. Uh, he's living in Grapevine now. Oh, yeah. At Tim runs his mouth. Uh, but show-wise, not doing a lot. Like, November 28th, we're going to be, that's the Sunday after Thanksgiving, going to be Schulenburg, Texas. Uh, December 10th, going to be in Viter. That's outside of, outside of uh, Beaumont. Um, uh, going to be in Vider, Texas. Then we're going to be doing our Christmas show, Chad Prather and Friends Christmas Special, Arlington, Texas, uh, December 17th. And then uh, December 19th, ooh, i got to get that on the website, Allison. Everybody knows Allison. December 19th, we're going to be down in Houston. Got to get that uh, up on my website. The link's not there. Uh, but anyway, watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. And uh, anyway, we're going to, uh, I got my favorite person, Kayla, and uh, Super Mario Chris Cruz are at the helm, driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. Our uh, our buddy Joel Berry from Babylon B is going to join us later on in the show. Uh, he's the managing editor of Babylon B. Everybody knows Babylon B. They got a new book out called The Babylon B Guide to Wokeness, which is funny, funny, funny stuff. And Chad, um, I don't want to put yeah. you on the spot, but how old is Babylon B in your opinion? Like. When was the first time you heard of the Babylon Bee? Okay, so I heard of Babylon Bee around 2018, maybe 17. Really? Yeah. Babylon Bee started in 2016. Really? And I thought they were older than that. 
No, I like I didn't know if they were older than that. I, I knew that their website, like you start, I start. People are now more familiar with their memes that are coming out. You know, they're they're kind of easy, easily identifiable. But um, I would go to their website and check out their stuff. And early on, you know, they had those articles in there, and you would read their satire articles. It was almost like going to like Mad TV or or National Lampoons or something. But it was done from a faith based perspective and. I never thought of them necessarily as conservatives, but more and more of their stuff's come out in this battle against wokeness more as a conservative uh, sort of a red pill deal. Um, but I like them a whole lot, and uh, our buddy Joel Berry uh, is going to join us via Skype later on, so you don't want to miss that. Uh, but uh, lots of stuff going on, man. And I, I want to tell people, though, I, I want to go back to this campaign thing. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. I want you to do me two favors, actually. One, go to watchchad.com. And I want you to sign up your, just your email address. doesn't cost you a thing to give me your email address, all right? Because one of the things I'm committed to doing, and I started over the weekend, is I'm going to send people at least once a week. I want to send out notes that I'm writing. I don't have people writing them. I'm going to send out a little, a little note. And plus, we're developing a new thing called chadprather.com, which is going to take you to a list of articles and rants and so on and so forth, things that, I, that are on my mind we're going to be putting out every day. I want your email address, so go to watchchad.com and give it to me, okay? Just do it. Just do it, dadgummit. I'm not going to blow you up with crazy crap. I just want, I want to give you stuff, and that's the way we're going to stay connected when the world tries to shut us down. The other thing I want you to do is I want you to go to prather2022.com and donate. Donate some money, all right? Because we got to stay in this race. It's important, and I need you to help me do that, okay? That's all I'm going to say. You know what to do. I need your help. Hey, how are you going to know you're ready to do something about your receding hairline or your bald spot? You're going to know because you're going to look in the mirror every morning and you just know. All right, it's time to do something about it. So uh, I got something for you, Keeps. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any competitors. Hundreds of thousands of guys trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention. Keeps offers doctor-recommended, FDA-approved hair treatment, and because they're the generic versions of the medication, you pay about half the cost. Best of all, you do everything online. Answer a few easy questions, snap a couple of pictures of your hair, and a licensed doctor reviews your info and recommends the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped to your door, and should you have questions along the way, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7 and track your progress with Keeps Progress Tracking Cool. Let Tool, (laughs) let's get you started with a special discount go to keeps k-e-e-p-s dot com slash loss for 50 percent off your first order of hair loss treatments keeps.com slash loss that's keeps.com slash loss we'll be right back So Joe Biden can't quit shitting his pants. Uh, Like, that's becoming a reality. Uh, We know that uh, he had a little bathroom incident. That was what they called it uh, at the Vatican when he pooped in front of the Pope, I guess, because he went to the bathroom and he had on whatever, a black suit, and he came back in a blue suit, or I don't know. Uh, The speculation was he pooped his pants. And uh, I have, like, when he was on with Anderson Cooper and he was holding his little fists like that and just grunting, I kind of looked like he was trying to keep one in there. But uh, the wife, uh, the Duchess or whatever she is, the wife of um, Prince Charles, that's, that's not a pretty woman there, uh, Camilla Parker Bowles, uh, she was having a conversation with, uh, with the president at the uh, COP26 summit. That was the 
uh, environmental thing he couldn't stay awake for. And apparently he just decided to uh, crop dust the Duchess of Cornwall uh, with a fart that she apparently can't stop talking about. Uh, she said, "She said there he is. Look at him. That's what. That's the face of a farting man right there. Look at that. Look at her. Wow. She looks. She looks like a wa- She looks like a washed up rocker from the seventies, doesn't she? She's like like a hard rocker, like she was in the Rolling Stones or something. Um, she said it was long and loud and impossible to ignore. Joe just started shitting his pants, man. He couldn't stop. I mean, like, when you, like, he turned 79 this month. And I got to think that, you know, like, I know that I give a lot less Fs about things the older I get. I'm only 48. You know, things things don't work the same. Uh, and, and I've noticed this, you know, but but apparently when you get to be, like, close to 80 years old like you really just don't care if you just shit your pants in front of people just just let everybody own a piece of that just give them some of your butthole real estate uh and and apparently that's what he did uh so hanging out there at the art gallery and just decided to to, uh drop a john wayne take a duke right there uh anyway that's fun news that's the kind of stuff i love to talk about right there chris cruz is the president the president just pooping his pants um who knows maybe he sharted um (laughs) <laughs> you know, I always come up with uh, names for Biden and Kamala. And like, uh, I call them pee pads and knee pads. And then uh, you've got um, shits and giggles. <laughs> and then you got let's go, Brandon, and let's blow, Brandon. Um, so anyway, these are the kind of things I think about when I'm alone. Uh, but hey, Big Bird, Big Bird got uh, inoculated and va- vaccinated, whatever. Um, we got that clip. If we if we got the clip like of Big Bird getting the vaccine or Sesame Street getting it, we got the video of that. Play. Did I have a boo-boo? Oh, oh, no, Amita, this is from my COVID vaccine. My mommy and my papi took Dear me God. to get it this morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rosita, that's great. Getting the COVID vaccine is a great way to stay healthy. See, my mommy and my papi said that it will help keep me. My friends, my neighbors, my abuela, all healthy. Your parents are absolutely right. You know, COVID vaccines are now available for children five years and older. And the more people who get them, the better we're going to be able to help stop the spread of COVID and keep everyone healthy. What a piece of garbage. Just say no, kids. Just say no. Where's Nancy Reagan where you need her? Uh, they're out there just giving. This, this, they're basically, they're, 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 they're giving drugs to kids. They're giving... <laughs> They're giving experimental drugs to kids, and they're using puppets to sell this crap. I mean, I don't know what kids or what toddlers are watching Sanjay Gupta and CNN to find out for vaccine advice. Um, but this is, like, evil, in my opinion. Uh, this is, we going to keep my abuela? You know what would keep your abuela healthy is get her off of flour tortillas. Um, th- this is the kind of thing that just pisses me off. Um, I mean, this is propaganda, folks. This is absolute propaganda to come out here and do stuff like this with this, with this. I mean, you know, this, 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 this portion of Sesame Street brought to you by the letters FJB. Um, <laughs> I'm sick of it, man. I like, this is like, at some point in time, at some point in time, 
We need to dust off the guillotine. I mean, like, we seriously do. We, it's just insanity. Take these frauds out in the street. Um, and, Chad, this is not the first time that Sesame Street has partnered up with government propaganda. We have a clip from 1972. They did it back in the day, man. They've been woke a long time. Play so, it. let's play that. Big Bird looking rough. Something's going on down at the store. I wonder what, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's strange. I mean, there's, well, there's all kinds of people and they're all in a line and they don't look like they're buying candy. And there's a sign that says, don't wait, vaccinate. Huh. And there goes a boy with a balloon coming out of the store. Hey, what's going on here? Yeah. There comes a kid out of the, with a balloon and his face is melting off. Um. Uh, did you see? <laughs> this is just is insanity, dude. Uh, did Big Bird have a tweet? He did. Let me see Big Bird's tweet. Uh, I got the I got the COVID nineteen vaccine today. Uh, what did it say? The wings a little sore. <laughs> That'll give my body a little extra protection. This is a puppet, people. It's not a real thing. Um, this this is. Uh, I like you have again you have to laugh because it's so stupid that this stuff is 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 reality at this point this is what's going on. And Chad, it's funny because a lot of people were questioning why didn't Elmo get a vaccine? Yeah. And I had to do were some people really questioning that. We're really questioning it. Okay. So if you put Elmo's tweet, you know, he says um I was so happy to talk to Dr. Gupta at the town hall. Elmo learned that Elmo's friends can get the COVID vaccine now and soon. Elmo can too, because Elmo's only three years old, so he doesn't qualify to get the COVID vaccine. But soon, Elmo. How do these puppets never age? <laughs> like Big Bird's six, right? Like perpetually six. And so Elmo's like, I guess Elmo will never get the vaccine because Elmo will never not be three years old. All right. And I mean, you know, that's that's about. Joe Biden, don't keep Elmo away from Joe Biden. Uh, he likes to tickle. Um, this uh, this is stupid, man. I mean, uh, this. Uh, did you see? I posted on my Instagram this morning two articles. One was the Dallas and Fort Worth zoos were going to start giving the COVID nineteen yes. vaccines to animals there. Yep. So, and specifically the giraffes. Mm hmm. And then they just came out with another article that says in, they just had the third giraffe death in the Dallas and Fort Worth zoos. Now, connect the dots. <laughs> and people came at me and they were like, well, they've been giving COVID vaccines to animals for a long time. Yeah, but not COVID-19. Yes. Not COVID-19. I mean, you, could, you can look at the back of your Lysol wipes. It says it kills coronavirus. But not the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. It's not what it was talking about. Anyway, it's a whole different deal. This, this, this is propaganda, though. This thing with the kids, I mean, this is absolute insanity. We've got another story where a Texas kid was given adult COVID shots before the vaccine was approved for them. So you had two kids uh, were given adult dose of COVID-19 vaccines on Sunday, two days before the kids' shots were approved, and triple the strength. Why not? Sure, why not? Um, I mean, if you're a parent 
grandparent. I'm sure you'd be pissed off. You ought to be pissed off. Six and seven year old. They were given full strength Pfizer COVID-19 shots after staff at a pop-up clinic in the Dallas suburb of Garland assured their parents it was allowed. You know what? Let's sue Sesame Street. So let's sue Sesame Street. Let's sue Sanjay Gupta, right? Because y'all are putting this bullshit out there about how kids need to be vaccinated. You got your hand up a puppet's ass, moving its mouth, sort of like Joe Biden and, and, and Dr. Fauci. So let's, let's hold you accountable. You're the one who's pushing for kids to get this stuff. What are you going to do? Whenever, whenever kids... So I read a thing the other day, like, of how many... Statistically, how many kids they're willing to kill, like 500 and something kids in order to save 41? Because statistically, it, that's just, I mean, you're going to have everything from the adverse reactions. Uh, you're going to have, and that's just, that happens no matter what you put in your body. I mean, my God, people, kids die from eating peanuts, right? Now you're going to put this chemical in their body. So, uh, Anyway, they were pissed off, the parents. He said, I'm very angry. I'll be honest. All I can do at the moment is be level-headed and hope he's okay. Um, but no, I mean, let's, let's, these guys want to talk this stuff. Sanjay Gupta with his big goofy-ass smile on there. I loved it when Joe Rogan owned his ass about, you know, parents and their kids, and he had no comeback on that. But apparently when you're talking to puppets, you don't need a comeback. But when you're talking to somebody that can speak with common sense, like Joe Rogan, who asks you real questions, Dr. Gupta doesn't have an answer, you f***ing pinhead. Sick of these people, Chris. They're killing people, man. That's what they're doing. And they're parading it around as political correctness and wokeness and all of that. Like, you know, there was a the panel thing we did the other day, and, and uh, Sarah Gonzalez was on there, and, and some uh, douchebag on panelists was saying that her kids, if he, she doesn't get her kids vaccinated, that... Uh, that her kids are just bioterrorists. And Sarah Dude. Gonzalez lit into his ass pretty good. Did you see how Sarah owned his butt? Yeah. She owned him. I texted her because I was watching it. I was like, how did you not just go and literally punch the face? I was like, I was like, bro, you you picking at the wrong Mexican. You 100%. She will smoke your ass. She and, I mean, won't even, her mascara won't even run. No. Amer what is it? While she's kicking your ass. American Beauty by Sarah will American not even run. American Beauty by Sarah. Nope. <laughs> There's this one kid that got, has gotten um, suspended 36 times from school for not wearing a mask. May have to repeat uh, second grade. Did you see her comeback? What was it? Oh, play it, Kayla. Play, play that it. little Come girl's on. comeback. I'm not wearing a mask because you touch it and you have germs on your hand. And then you put it on your face and breathe in all the germs. She's a cutie. She's smart. Sitting there with Governor Ron. Smart kid. Um, yeah. Well, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Let's go, Brandon. That's all I got to say. I, you know, this whole thing. I, uh, Sesame Street. Anyway, there's more I could say about that. Uh, but you get the point. Hey, standing up for what you believe in can be challenging, but there are basic things you can do to stand up for your principles, like buying from companies that believe what you and I believe. We need to stick together now more than ever, and there has been one mobile phone company that has been willing to stand with you in the defense of liberty and religious freedom since 2012. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as all the major carriers, Patriot Mobile, 
They got plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. I just call them up. Like, I know them all at this point, Chris. Sometimes, like, when I'm feeling a little depressed, I'll just call 972-PATRIOT and just chat with them be like, hey, it's Chad again. <laughs> and they know me, man. They know, but they love me. Like, the whole company loves me. I use them. I use them. I'm like, yeah, you know, the whole deal. Uh, you should use them, too. They're good folks over there. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. You can call 972-PATRIOT. They'll get a free activation with the code uh, C-H-A-D. I spell it, Chad. Uh, they've always got those discounts for you veterans and first responders and the multi-line accounts. They love America. Support them. Uh, they share your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. And who knows? Maybe you could call them up for a little therapy as well. Uh, PatriotMobile.com slash Chad or 972-PATRIOT. Call them up. Uh, sign up. They'll help you out, save you money. We'll be right back. So a, uh, a couple of years ago, I had spoken at a church in uh, the Atlanta, Georgia area. And afterwards, I went to lunch with the pastor and uh, he and I share our, the same form of irre irreverent humor, and he said, uh, are you following uh, Babylon B? I'd never heard of Babylon B, actually, uh, but I jumped on their website and I started checking out uh, their content. I immediately fell in love with Babylon B and uh, just, just became a huge, huge fan of it. And of course, now, uh, unless you've been living under a rock, in my opinion, I, they've become a, a household name. Everybody looks to them for... Uh, current satire and, and, and certain perspective, uh, not only, in my opinion, from a faith-based perspective, but from a conservative perspective, and I enjoy their humor and everything that they do. Joining me by way of this wonderful thing called technology and Skype, uh, managing editor of Babylon B, Joel Berry. Joel, welcome to the show, man. Uh, you got a new book out, The Babylon B yeah. Guide to Wokeness. It's an incredible <laughs> book, man. How, how long have you Thank been you. with Babylon B? I have uh, been with the B about two years now. So um, I started like like many people as a fan. Um, you know, I discovered them when they soon after they started four years ago. Uh, like you, fell in love with their content. Um, I was working in sales at the time, and um, just kind of started writing on the side for them. And I guess I, I have a bit of a knack for it. So uh, about two years ago, uh, I came on full time as their managing editor and. Uh, been having a blast ever since. And I read in, in your bio, as, as we've gotten to know each other, I, you know, it's, I always love when you get those uh, writer bios or author bios out there and the, the yeah. things that they say. And uh, you, you're, you're a Marine veteran, right? Correct. And, uh, and you kind of had kind of gone off, as your bio says, into a secluded cabin to retire into the <laughs> mountains and they kind of drug you out of there. How much of that is true? Uh, it's, it's about as true as any one of our Babylon B Anything articles. Anything in Babylon B. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, but no, I appreciate what you guys did. And so we were sitting there, uh, last week and my producer, Chris Cruz, uh, he's sitting there with this, with this book on, on the desk over there. And I walked over and it was the Babylon B guide to wokeness. And I picked it up and I said, I buying it today. So I jumped right on, <laughs> immediately purchased it, got it in overnight, the whole thing. Uh, I'm devouring it, devouring it. Oh, great. And, it and it's so funny because uh, you guys, like, I love the fact that you just go at this woke mob culture, right? I, I wrote a book that came out a few weeks ago called Am I Crazy? 
you know, I'm an mm-hmm. unapologetic patriot that takes on the insanity of today's woke world. I've got a chapter in there about yeah. what if God was woke? Uh, and we like we died and we see the the stairway to heaven and it's it's lined with, you know, rainbow flags. And, uh, you know, God is identified as there and purse and hears and all these different things. And my mother read it and she called me on the phone. She said, I don't understand this God chapter. <laughs> how much do you guys when, it, when people come back at your satire, how, how many people just don't get it and don't understand it? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's funny because we do get a lot of kind of befuddled reactions from the left because a lot of what we do that, you know, we consider satire is just a straight retelling of what a lot of these people believe. Yeah. So, um, you know, in the Babylon Bee Guide to Wokeness, um, what was funny about it, and it, as you read through it, there are a lot of silly pictures and diagrams and, and things that make it really fun to read. Um, but we didn't have to exaggerate wokeness that much. <laughs> For it to be really funny, so we do we do get a lot of reactions. I think from the left, kind of you know, I I don't get what the joke is. This is just what I believe, you know. So it, yeah. it, there is a bit of those like the the two worlds thing going on, where shared laughter can be hard uh, these days. Yeah, I shared a tweet that got huge reactions over the weekend about if the NFL were slave owners, um, <laughs> then why would uh, you know Colin Kaepernick be trying out uh, to be you know a slave? <laughs> And you guys have done a meme on that. And it's so it's true. I mean, it's just it's the silliness of it is so, so realistic. Right. Uh, It's the Mm. world we're living in. And it's unfortunate that it's that way. You know, I I look at over the weekend they they had uh, Dr. Fauci was given Big Bird. Um, I mean, because <laughs> let's face it, I need a, I need those two puppets to uh, tell me. Uh, yeah, because, you know, all those be healthy. All those preschoolers following Big Bird on Twitter, they need to, they need a good role model in their life. And watching <laughs> CNN. And then, of course, you have the new Microsoft stuff where they come out and they talk about what lands they're on and what people owned those lands and what they're oh, wearing. Man. And so th- I just, what, that's, it's crazy. That, yeah, that's what makes our stuff so hard. I mean, that, that Microsoft video could have been a Babylon Bee sketch. Yeah. I mean, they just beat us to it. And, and uh, it can be, satire can be hard these days because reality is insane by itself you don't need to really exaggerate it much and so you guys you do humor with a point obviously and that's the kind of humor i love what what do you hope people take away really from reading uh this babylon b guide to wokeness i mean what what do you hope that people uh garner from from read and glean from reading the book yeah well we hope it works on two levels you know first of all we want to entertain and and make people laugh and, and we hope we accomplish that uh but we did do research into kind of the whole woke movement and woke worldview, because it is a, like a comprehensive worldview way of looking at uh, reality. Um, we, you know, we read uh, peer-reviewed scholars uh, in critical theory. We wanted to try to kind of be informed uh, into what we were lampooning. So if you do actually take the time and read through it cover to cover, uh, we hope you'll be finding yourself in, informed about what wokeness is, kind of where it, it traces its roots. Um, and then at the end, just kind of standing back and laughing at it because it is worthy of laughter you know i i'm a i'm a big proponent of people knowing who they are and if you know who you are you know where you're going and if you know where you're going and you get there you leave something behind you know identity destiny legacy but these these days people don't know who they are and so they're creating Mm. uh senses of persecution and oppression and they're making stuff up quite honestly uh, in order right. to maintain victimhood. You guys actually have a guide. It's an oppression identifier in here 
Uh, so you can, for your disability, you take like the first letter of your first name, gender, the third letter of your middle name. And, and it's amazing, you know. So like the disability, underdeveloped, anxious, bipedal, uh, one-legged, uh, hum- huge-gummed, balding. And then for gender, you got, I mean, this is classic, dude. I mean, you know, I, and I love lists, right? So the gender, yeah. you got cisgender, bisexual, bipolar, pansexual, trans-Siberian. Uh, and, and on it goes. I mean, you got, tw- you got A through Z, you got all of this stuff. And then race creed, and then you got the bonus stuff, you know, with nine kids on a boat, currently on fire with <laughs> from space. Genius, dude. I mean, how much time? I mean, I like just hire me. Just forget all of this. I told you, I told you before we went on. My contract's up with the Blaze. Just hire me, Joe. I'm going to work for the B, man. I mean, bottom line, uh, it, this is. I love this stuff, you guys. How do y'all sit around and come up with this? Well, I, you know, my advantage is kind of being on East Coast time. I can kind of wake up with the news while the L.A. guys are still, you know, snoring over there. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of get a sense for what people are talking about. What's what's the news cycle going to look like? Um, and then we just start riffing. So it's, you know, me, Kyle Mann, the editor in chief. And then we have, you know, six or seven part time writers that we're all kind of in a shared Slack channel. And we'll just start riffing. We'll just start pitching jokes to each other. Um and I always say that, you know, the key to writing a good joke is to write a whole lot of bad jokes. So, yeah. you know, well, you know, for every uh, one headline that we're publishing, there might be 50, 60, 70 headlines that end up in the trash at the end of the day. Yeah. And so um, a lot of riffing, <laughs> a lot of laughing, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, my job is full of laughter. It's 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 great. Yeah, that, dude, I love it, man. And I appreciate what you guys do. I'm encouraging everybody. If you're not following Babylon B, follow them everywhere. Uh, and of course, visit their website, devour their content. You will be enlightened by doing so. Uh, I always talk about taking common sense, wrapping it in humor, making it an easier pill to swallow. Get the Babylon B Guide to Wokeness. Joel, I want to have you back on sometime soon, okay, buddy? Keep up I would the good love work. To. Thank you, man. Thank I you so much. You so much. Thanks for coming Thanks. on. Hey, did you, you know that even an okay credit score can cost you a hundred grand over the life of a thirty-year home loan? That's why you need to be using ScoreMaster. And before you apply to any loan, uh, ScoreMaster it can take your credit score from okay to great very fast. The average user adds sixty-one points in twenty days or less. Recent COVID surges are, will actually keep interest rates low for now, and adding sixty-one points to your score could save you thousands on a home loan. But those rates will go up soon. So before you apply, visit scoremaster.com and add points to your credit score very fast. Then you can maintain and protect your credit score with 24-7 credit monitoring and a dollar, uh, $1 million fraud insurance. It only takes minutes to enroll, see your points, get more points, and qualify for the lowest loan rates. Visit scoremaster.com slash chad. Scoremaster.com slash chad. What I say? Scoremaster.com slash chad to get started today. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Well, I've been saying it for years, but nobody listened. Uh, You make too many left turns in a day, you're bound to get your panties in a bunch. (laughs) That's just wisdom. NASCAR president Steve Phelps came out the other day and said that his company doesn't want to be involved in any way whatsoever with the second most popular phrase being tossed around airplanes these days. Let's go, Brandon! The most popular phrase remains, of course, would you like to join the Mile High Club? Uh, But I digress. The phrase is pretty damn popular as well down here on terra firma, and it's making the folks at NASCAR 
Terra Squirma. And of course, rather than just laugh it off for the joke that it is, they've got to make sure they step up to bat and swing for the woke fences by making sure we all know they don't want to be a part of it. Well, a couple of things. First of all, you already weren't. You see, it didn't really matter that sports reporter Kelly Stavist tried to cover the phrase F Joe Biden with the nonsense words, let's go, Brandon, at a NASCAR event. It could just as easily have been at a water polo match. The message would have been the same. Nobody really cares where it happened. So ease up there, chief. You're fighting a battle that doesn't need to be fought. Literally nobody is blaming you for this. Second of all, why are you pissing down your leg trying to make sure the Wokies don't come after you? I mean, seriously, newsflash, President Phelps, they already hate you. It's not exactly as if NASCAR is the favored sport of the liberal elite. You are corporate sponsorship on a chariot of fire, my friend. You hawking those boner pills while driving around in a circle on for hours on end to the beer-scented cheers of your adoring fans isn't the kind of thing the New York Times columnists have to take a cold shower over after writing about it lovingly. Finally, here's the thing. It's funny! except for the whole part where it's not funny. The people who have made Let's Go Brandon their credo are doing it to joke around. Make no mistake about that. But it's gallows humor because we're laughingly throwing up a middle finger at the man who, in less than a year, has proven to be the worst president in modern American history. We're laughing to keep from crying. In other words, uh, hey, let's look at it this way. Afghanistan, okay? It was and continues to be a horrific nightmare, and the inaction of our president and his underlings carries with it the faint but indistinguishable taste of the kinds of war crimes we've always been proud to hold our heads above. Let's look at the economy, which a year ago was in the process of returning to its former glory in record time. It lies in ruined tatters, and God knows when it'll be back to normal, if it ever will. We have schools that are serving as indoctrination camps all over the country, and a president who knows better but left his balls in the suggestion box at the last squad meeting. Yes, truly, there is an awful lot to chant, let's go Brandon about. It's a joke, but it's not a joke. It's the right light-hearted attempt at a rallying cry, one which the president of NASCAR shouldn't find himself all that worried about since the goose laying his golden eggs happens to wear a MAGA hat most of the time. Now, Joe Biden has left a massive skid mark on the smooth cotton surface of our socio-political, economic, and moral landscape. And I think having a little bit of fun with that while we're all trying not to cry at the gas pump is actually a pretty healthy way to deal with it. That being said, on the day he leaves office to be replaced by just about literally anybody, because at this point a stopped clock would still do at least twice as good a job, I sincerely hope the people tasked with escorting his bony ass out of the White House greet him with an open door, a kind gesture, tongues planted firmly in their cheeks as they gleefully say, let's go, Brandon. (laughs) So this is what's going on. NASCAR denounces Let's Go Brandon. That's right, uh, Steve Phelps. He said the company didn't want to be associated with it, Chris. Didn't want to be associated with that political divide. Were they? Were they ever associated? No, nobody I don't cared. think so. I'm, I don't even watch NASCAR, and I know I'm not their target market. You are their target market. I guess. Like, I guess. Do you really want to piss off those NASCAR watching fans? Uh, you know, again, I think people had had enough of the uh, corporate NASCAR when the whole Bubba Wallace thing happened mm. and the fake noose, you know, the pull-down cord and how NASCAR came out to make sure that they were, al- were aligned with the side of progressive wokeism 
and uh, they didn't want anything to do with all of that stuff. And they, you know, all of the drivers, they walked in a big parade behind Bubba Wallace, who was a charade. And, and you know, they had to show off their white guilt or whatever it was that was motivating them to, to come behind Bubba Wallace. Um, and Chad, again, this goes back to the Playboy. Playboy going all woke. Why is NASCAR going all woke when your target market is actually people that are saying, let's go, Brandon? That is your target market. Yeah. Embrace it. That's why whenever I was one of the first ones that came out with a T-shirt that said, let's go, Brandon. I think Glenn Beck stole my idea. I'm going to say that at least because a day later he had one. Watch Chad.com's for all the fun stuff is. Uh, and then you've got some others. I'm not going to say their names. They kind of took a, like a NASCAR yep. type look to it. So when we designed it, I called Allison. I said, put Let's Go Brandon on a shirt. She goes, she goes, I don't think it'll sell. I said, trust me. Just trust me. Like that's what I, like it had just happened. And I said, put it on a shirt. She goes, do you want any design? I said, nope. I just want the words. Just the words. Because now, this is what's happening. Phelps says, we're going to pursue whoever's using logos, and, and uh, we're going to get that stuff. That's not okay. It's not okay that you're using our trademarks illegally, regardless of whether we agree what the position is. And he's right in that regard. Um, so, um, yeah. He said, do we like the fact that it kind of started with NASCAR and then it's gaining ground out elsewhere? No, we're not happy about that. Oh, brother, let me tell you something. Uh, NASCAR... You're, go, you're like guys like you. You don't understand. You're the first to go. Yeah. Corporate sponsor. Do you understand all your corporate sponsors that are out there? I mean, that are especially mandating the vaccination, the blah blah for uh, their employees. You, you, you know where they're going to start cutting. You know where they're going to start cutting uh, spending with things like putting stickers on automobiles that drive in circles. That's where they're, they're going to do that because let's face it, their marketing dollars aren't the most well spent uh, right there. Uh, and I'm not talking about the big ones. I'm not talking about the good years of the world. I'm not talking about the, you pick, pick them, name them, that are all across the big side. I'm talking about the little stickers. You know, the little bitty stickers that they put on there. Uh, about to clean them cars right up. Uh, because you guys are so woke. You're so woke. And uh, guys like me are going to keep out, coming out here calling you on your bullshit. Uh, let's go, Brandon. I mean, I, I, saw, I saw a deal the other day where um, uh, well, somebody commented the other day and they said, I can't believe that you put this on a shirt. We know it really means, and you're better than that, Chad. And I'm like, no, I'm really not. I'm not better than that at all. Uh, I, I am fully just like that, actually. The people who think that I'm better than something, uh, you need to learn that I am just like that. Um, I can get base like the rest of them. That's nothing to be proud of. You speak for yourself. I kind of enjoy it. Um, but I saw this, this girl who was at the hockey game, and she was wearing a Let's Go Brandon uh, shirt. And the security came down and escorted her out. She was like second row of the ice. And they escort her out. And, I mean, you can see the dumbfounded look on her face. And guess what? They start chanting as they're escorting her out. There you go. I mean, that kind of backfires, right? So, so you, if you, you know, if I keep, if there's a red button there on the wall and I tell my kids, don't push that button. Do not push that button. Don't push that button. Don't push that button. Kids, don't push that button. I keep telling them, don't push that button every time I see them. Guess what they're going to do as soon as I leave the room? Oh, they want to push that button so bad. They want to push that button. Just see what'll happen. So keep pushing the button or keep telling us not to push the button. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to double down and NASCAR is not going to stand in the way. Nobody's, nobody, nobody is going to stop us from that. Oh, my gosh. We got to TikTok. Do it real quick. Let me see. I want to talk about something kind of controversial that I've been thinking about. 
I think all kids over the age of 12 should be able to get vaccinated without a parent. If you can buy condoms, you, you can go on birth control, if you can get the HPB vaccine in some states without parental consent, you should be able to get preventable disease vaccinated, like mumps, measles, COVID, the flu. I've even heard of 23-year-olds not being able to get vaccinated because their parents are, like, super religious, which is stupid. Religion shouldn't stop you from getting vaccinated. Sorry. Is there a way we can, like, rally together and start some sort of movement to allow kids to get vaccinated without their parents' consent? Because that would be a game changer. (laughs) Anyway, let me know what you think. I'll tell you what I think. Have some kids. Until then, shut up. Uh, If you don't have any kids, just shut up about it. Uh, And and if we're just going to start putting things that, you know, are unsubstantiated into kids' body over the age of 12 without their parents' consent, well, I mean, let's go back to the days of Alabama where you could just marry a 12-year-old. Why not? I mean, let's get get full-blown Mormon up in here. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm being facetious, but at the same time, this is the type of logic that people are are running with in this regard. Uh, Just to say, oh, well, let's just do whatever. Uh, Just turn kids loose and let them, why don't, you know what, maybe 12-year-olds should be able to drive a car without, you know, I mean, there shouldn't be any guidelines whatsoever. Just turn them loose. Let them do whatever. Uh, Forget the fact that maybe that kid has an underlying condition that they don't even know about, but their parents know about it. Because the doctor told them that it's something that the parents need to watch. And maybe they don't want to burden their kid with something that probably will never affect them as an underlying condition. Maybe. So why would I tell my kid, you have XYZ syndrome, it'll never really affect you unless something interacts with it. And then you're going to go off there and you're going to get you an injection of an experimental trial drug that, by the way, is not a vaccine yet at least and it's going to have an adverse reaction that could cause uh, anything and even death so that's why you don't do dumb stuff like that and uh, that's why you don't get your medical advice from big bird or tiktok and these days i'm starting to even question the medical professionals in some cases we'll be right back See, the bottom line is they want to come after your kids. That's the deal. They always want to come after your kids. It doesn't matter uh, if we're talking sexuality, if we're talking abortion, if we're talking medical stuff. Always about coming after your kids. Now you got Sesame Street, Sanjay Gupta, CNN. Your five-year-old's not watching the, the Muppets on CNN, okay? Just not the way it's going. But they're going to do everything they can to come after your kids. That is the agenda. It's always about the next generation. Uh, Kayla, thank you. Chris, thank you. Always... Uh, I love it when Mark's not here. Uh, it's my favorite time of year. Uh, review time. Uh, leave us a five-star rating. That's what we deserve, and that's all we'll take. Leave us a good review as well. We're podcasts are offered. Uh, from Shorteva, you're welcome. From Virginia, always a great show. Keep up the great work. Hopefully you can still make time once you're the big-time governor, governor of the great state of Texas. Come check us out in Virginia sometimes. Uh, I will. I would love to. Um, in fact, I was just talking to some, you know, my my, mater, my maternal grandfather, his family from Virginia, and uh, love it up there. Beautiful, beautiful place. 
And now you guys are starting to wake up to some uh, some red pill reality. I like it. But uh, watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. Remember what I told you to do. Please go sign up with your email address. I mean, buy something while you're there, too. But give me your email address. There's time for buying things later. And uh, make a donation, prather2022.com. We're right there working hard for you. See you in Grapevine uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Uh, and that'll be right after you watch this show. We'll see you again tomorrow night with more craziness. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you then. Bye.